0: positioning and something i've always been fascinated about and that's playoff seeds and i've been on this i've been beating this drum off and on for like 10 years and, and that's that i think the nfl should seed the playoffs based on record and not on whether or not you would You like you shouldn't get a you should not automatically get a higher seed or one of the top four seeds because you win your division you know um that's that's kind of the system that we've had in place since 1990 when uh w- which was the last time that the, that the nfl expanded its playoff field you know it went from five teams in each conference to six and and um if you if you won your division if you won the top three seeds you 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 uh automatically got a home game now if you're if you're one and two yet you, you got a buy if you were the third seed you had to play an extra game but at least that first game was at home and then of course in 2002 they had realignment and they you know they, they had expansion and they had a, a another division in each conference the afc north was formed the afc south was formed that kind of thing so uh it went from the uh it was still the same basic format but the top four seeds went to the four division winners in each conference and then of course the fifth and sixth seeds went to the the straight-up wildcard teams. So this is the, ever since this, this, since 1990, if you won your division, you automatically got to play at home in the first round. Even if you had an 8-8 eight and eight record or 9-7, and seven, or in 2010 when the, the Seahawks finished 7-9, and nine, they won the NFC West. They got to host the, um, the defending Super Bowl champion Saints at home. And, of course, they beat them. Of course, leave it to the Saints, a pretty downtrodden, sad sack franchise for the most part up to that point. They finally, or at least up until the, the 90s, they finally win the Super Bowl and it's great. And then they're, they defend their crown by losing, losing to the uh, first team in the modern era to make the playoffs with a losing record. So, you know, I've, I've been fascinated with, with the idea of, of, of changing that up since 2010. You know, and of course the following year, as I mentioned earlier in the show, the Steelers who just missed out on, on the AFC North and the number two seed, they had to go and play the, the, the eight and eight Broncos in Denver, you know, who won the AFC West and were the fourth seed. So I've been fascinating with that topic ever since, since then. A lot of people, when they when you say that they should just they should seed the playoffs based on record and not on whether you're, whether or not you win your division they say well what's the point in having a division if if you don't get to play a home game well whoever said a division winner playing at home was written in stone like who whoever like since when is that a ironclad thing because for many years it wasn't like that you know uh, back in the early 70s right after realignment there were no seeds you know the the the, the home teams were rotated Based on division, year after year after, like for those first few years after the realignment, and of course the most famous example of that was in 1972 when the uh, when the undefeated Dolphins had to come to Three River Stadium for the AFC Championship game, and of course the Dolphins prevailed. But could you imagine that being 16 and 0 at that, which is what they were at that point, or 15 and 0, I guess at that point, and having to to go and play a team that that lost three times during the regular season? Having to play at their place for the right to go to the Super Bowl, so uh, there were no seats back then, and they rotated. And then, of course, in the mid by the mid seventies, by nineteen seventy five, they finally uh, had a, a, a seating system in place. And but the number three seed in each conference, which was a division winner, never opened up at home. And, and in fact. I I went and did some research. The number three seed from 1975 all the way up through 1989, rarely played any home games in the playoffs. You know, you would think that every now and then they would, that that would have happened, but, but it, it it rarely did, you know? So if you were a number three seed, even if, even if you won your division, which back then, that's what a number three seed was a division winner. You weren't, you weren't guaranteed any home games And this. and, And this happened for, for for close to 15 years that that was the case for close to 15 years in fact um uh the steelers in 1984 they were nine and seven and they were the three seed and there were there were two teams that finished with better records than them the seahawks and the raiders but they needed one of those teams believe it or not won the afc west they they both finished i think no see the, the Broncos finished 13 and 3 the Seahawks were 12 and 4 and the Raiders were 11 and 5 and the Seahawks and the Raiders had to play in the wild card round cuz back then there was only one wild card game there were only five seeds and then the winner of that game see they played the uh, it was the Seahawks and they played the Dolphins and then the Steelers played the 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 Broncos so there were there were you know, conversely, though there were, I mean, I guess if you were a, from 1978, once they did add an extra wild card team through '89, if you were, if you did win your division, no matter what record you had, you got a week off, which is big leg up, as as we all know. So, my point is, the NFL has never really has been all over the place throughout its history with with uh, its playoff format. So, so it, it wouldn't be the end of the world, I don't think, if if. If they if they change it change it around, where they had like e- even if you didn't win your division, you somehow were the second or third seed in your conference, as opposed to being no better than fifth because you couldn't because that's just how they do it, right? I mean, you know, like people and people always say, "What's the point of having a division if if it if you don't get a home game?" Well, the point is you go to the playoffs, right? I mean, look at the uh, look at the NCAA basketball tournament. Just because. You're, you win your conference, like some mid-major conference, you don't get a higher seed in the in, in the tournament. Like you're not seeded higher than some at-large team from the ACC or the the, the Big Ten. In, in the vast majority of the cases, it's it's the other way around. You're you're the lower seed. So so uh, why can't it be that way in the playoffs? You know, and, and if it was that way in the playoffs, for example, that '84 Steeler team would have been the fifth seed. And they would have had to play the Raiders in the wild card round. Would they have called it the wild card round if, if there's if there's a uh, a division winner in there? I don't know, but they could have called it round one, and then of course you know you go, you go on from there. Uh, but in, in in 2011, the famous Tebow game, the Steelers would have been would have been the third seed, and and of course the Broncos would have, would have been the last seed, and they they would have come to Heinz Field, and that might have made a big difference. And and, and the Steelers advancing in the playoffs, you know, um, and it's not that I'm, I'm necessarily opposed to, to this, this, uh, the current system that, 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 again, has been in place since 1990. In fact, I, I don't mind it at all. And I think the NFL likes it because it, 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 it's always been a league that's been about parity, right? I mean, that's why there's a salary cap. That's why there's, uh, evenly distributed uh revenue like the 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 tv money is evenly distributed among all all 32 teams it likes it and i think like that that uh broncos team for example in 2011 when when they beat the steelers i think the nfl liked something like that because tebow was was everybody's darling back then and of course uh tom brady was tom brady and he was like darth vader so it was like luke luke skywalker going to play darth vader in the divisional round so I don't know what the ratings were for that game, but I can imagine they were pretty high. I remember watching it with my girlfriend and, and the game was awful, but I'm sure it garnered a lot of ratings. It was, it was a primetime game on Saturday night. So I'm sure the NFL loved that. The NFL loves things like that. But if I were to tweak the system, that's what I would do. I would, I would see teams based on, on record and not on whether or not they win the division. And yes, if you win the division, you should go to the playoffs. Otherwise, what would be the point of having a division if, 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 it, if it doesn't mean anything? But it shouldn't guarantee a home game, especially like why should a, a 12 and four team have to go play an eight and eight team at their place in the playoffs? To me, I don't think that's necessarily fair, but um, it's, not, it's probably not going to change, but if I were the commissioner, I might look into changing that. So that's the, uh, that's the next topic or that's the third topic or the fourth topic, whatever. Let's see, it's one, two, three, the third topic. And now my final topic I wanted to cover before I uh, take some questions, and that's the, the idea of, of, of being optimistic in the off season, and why I'm almost always optimistic and why we should all be optimistic. And I just, you know, there's always a, a, a time and place for negativity, and that's usually during the regular season because, because you're reacting to what just happened, right? You know, like, I don't understand why people uh, get mad at you when you write a critical article about the Steelers after they just lost a, an ugly game. Of course, you're going to if you're a writer, you're going to or if you're a, just a fan that's that's commenting, you're going to be critical because they just they just they just crap the bed. Right. So why wouldn't you be why would you react to that? But the off season should be all about positivity, you know, and, and I know a lot of people who just are never they never act happy. And they never seem like they're enjoying themselves as fans. So my, my question is, why are you even a fan? If you're just, if you're going to spend the entire off season, just saying they need to fire Tomlin. They need to fire Butler. They need to fire Colbert. They need to fire whomever. Right. They need to get rid of Fickner. And like, they are saying this all the way up through August. They're like, they're asking you that question. So you're trying to tell me that Mike Tomlin is the, it's the right guy to be the head coach of this team. I'm like, it's August. You need to stop worrying about that stuff. And, concentrating on the season they're not gonna they're not gonna fire mike tomlin right now you know you need to get off that bandwagon i mean some of these people it's all they do it's like they'll, they'll like they'll do photoshop where they'll they'll dress tomlin as a clown and Colbert as a clown and art rooney as a clown like they're and it's like some weird political propaganda from 1884 and it's like all they do is harp on you know these three clowns need to go it's like it's it's, it's like it's like the only thing that they talk about the entire off season whereas to me you know, the offseason, as I mentioned in a, in a previous segment when I was talking about guys like Jalen Samuels and how fans are, are so excited about it, even the undrafted free agents. I mean, it, the offseason is about allowing yourself to be, to be optimistic, allowing yourself to be hopeful, allowing yourself to like, like maybe Anthony McFarlane. You know, I said earlier he could be just a, a role player, but maybe he's like the greatest running back ever. That's what the offseason's is uh, really supposed to be for. Right. I mean, I'm a Pirates fan. And they're just absolutely horrible right now. But, and they have been pretty mediocre the last few years, but especially this year that not, not, not a whole lot was expected of them. And then of course you had the COVID thing, which, which cut down the uh, regular season to 60 games. But even I, as recently as a few weeks ago, was was excited about the pirates starting their season because it, you know, you're just, it, you know, as the saying goes, hope springs eternal. Right. So I, I just, uh, I, you know, you have the draft, you have free agency, you know, you have the the schedule to look forward to usually in most years, you know, you know, when there's obviously most years that are normal when you have, when you're allowed to attend games. So there's all like, it's, 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 it's all about being positive, you know? Um, but some people just won't even allow themselves to be positive during the off season. And, and, and I just think that's the time that we should always be positive like i always get called a homer in the offseason because that's that's what the offseason is all about it's being it's it's about being a homer you know even the even the 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 beat writers they they uh they're usually pretty optimistic about their about when when they're being when they're asked about the team in the offseason right they're not like trashing them they're not saying that they're gonna because you know who wants to cover a team that's that's supposed to be that they think is gonna be bad right so that's the uh the final topic i wanted to cover and now i will take some questions so fire away and I'll, I'll, I'll scroll back and see if i can find some uh some old questions here here's one from ezra it's not really a question it's a comment if i can get it up there i know i'm going to sound crazy but i don't like when we play at home in the playoffs they get more nervous watching us at home than on the road well that's i think that's more the uh probably a, 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 the feeling that you have, you know, they, they more is expected than them when they, when they play at home because obviously they're the higher seed and in most cases when you're the higher seed you have the better record and of course you have 65,000 people screaming and, and most of them are Steeler fans, the vast majority of them are Steeler fans and everybody is expecting to, to leave there with a win, right? So that's probably that's probably why But but, you know, if I had my choice, with the exception of this year, because there probably won't be fans in the stands. If I had my choice, I would always want to see them playing at home. I think it's, as, as I said, the, the home team, whether you believe in the official bias thing or not, the home team, it's proven throughout all sports that the home team generally has a much better shot of winning. So I'd much rather see them. I'm, I'm nervous for the playoffs, whether it's home, on the road, fans, no fans, although. I guess I'll find out if I'm going to be really nervous watching a game without fans in the stands, but I'm sure I will be because if they do make the playoffs, because there'll be a lot, there's always a lot of stake in the playoffs, of course. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Let's see. Here's one from Dave Shipley. Let's see what he has to say. Year two is the biggest jump. Which rookie or rookies make the biggest jump? Why can I not? Super chat. Well, that question, Dave, I am not so sure about the, that part of it. I, although I do, I do, uh, appreciate the fact that you wanted the super chat, but I don't know why why you weren't able to do to do that. If I had to say which rookies are going to make the biggest jump, well, I think it's obviously I think Devin Bush he he played uh he had a pretty decent rookie year last year. I think he gets lost in the shuffle. Speaking of guys getting lost in the shuffle, although for when it comes to Bush it's not because people are forgetting about him or think he doesn't have what it takes. It's because of guys like TJ Watt and Nika and Fitzpatrick. So you know easy to forget about a guy like devin bush but you know based on 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 his abilities and where they and what they did to get him and how he played last year in his rookie year i fully expect devin bush to make a a huge jump this year and number two would obviously be be deontay johnson which was the second guy they picked last year (laughs) so i guess it's no surprise that i'm picking him as another guy to have a huge jump because i mean he did a, a great job last year with uh Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges. So imagine what he could do with Big Ben, right? You know. Um and as uh as 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 uh as you said the the first or second year is when guys make the biggest jump and even even a guy like James Washington made a huge jump last year. So I fully expect both Bush and and uh Johnson to 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 really step it up this year. Yeah. Here's one from I can't really Portna Kunbai. I'm sorry, hopefully I'm saying that name right. But if the Steelers took Lamar Jackson instead of Terra how would Randy Fickner have used Lamar to date? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, um, I doubt it would have been there would he probably wouldn't have uh he probably would still be on the bench because I think I don't think Ben likes to come out of the game. Uh he has, he certainly has more um, cachet than than a Joe Flacco, right? He's, he's certainly a bigger presence in the Steelers organization. He, he, I think he garners more respect than Joe Flacco ever did with Baltimore. And uh, I, I doubt we we would have seen Jackson all that much. I think he would have he would have been uh, biding his time until Ben retired, or maybe after the injury last year, maybe they move on from Ben and and and. And see what they have. Maybe they they see what they have in Lamar Jackson in practice and training camp for over his first couple of years, and they decide, hmm, this guy might be might be our our a true heir apparent, and maybe they move on from Ben. Maybe they they uh, a- after his injury last year, maybe they move on from him and 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 Lamar's your guy starting right now. Who knows? But I, I doubt he would have gotten much playing time simply because. As I said, Ben Ben doesn't like to come out of the game all that often. So that's 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 those are my thoughts on that. Let's see what else we have here. Here's one from Andrew Wilbar. Are you worried about week one versus the Giants? We tend to get off to slow starts and play down to easy teams. Plus, Joe judge is coming from new England who prides themselves on preparation thoughts. Uh, am I worried about the giants? I mean, to me, it's a, it's a huge wild card because there will be no preseason games. There will, you know, the information we get from training camp will be pretty, will be more limited than in previous years. simply because pe- fans won't be allowed to attend and the, the, the reporter pool will be smaller than usual. Although the Steelers, I I read on their site, thanks to Jeff Hartman who posted a link, uh, that we'll be getting, will be have uh, able to see live look ins at training camp on a daily basis. And of course, there'll be your, your usual updates. Am I am I worried about them playing down the competition? No, because I'm not. There won't be any fans in the stands. I mean, that's already official with the Giants. They're not going to have fans in the stands, at least for week one. So I think that takes that factor out of the game. I think, you know, if they're prepared, if the Steelers are prepared, if Ben is has been of old and if the defense uh, uh, picks up where it, left, where it left off last year, then no, I, I think I, I'm not worried about that game. I, I, as I said to uh, Brian on Monday, that game feels like a win. You know, I could be wrong. Who knows? Uh, maybe I'm completely overestimating Ben at the age of 38. And maybe I'm overestimating how good uh, these skill position players could be simply because Ben's back, you know. I I don't know. But I'm not anticipating a a loss. I feel good about that game. Let's see. (laughs) All right. Uh, here's one from a young boy who says Lamar Jackson would, would be playing playing running back I, I doubt that I think if you draft a quarterback in in, in round one you're not going to play him at running back that's just it's just those those guys are far too valuable for that you know and I don't think he would accept that anyway I mean uh, you know who knows he, I'm sure he'd do whatever he could to help the team win but I don't know why you would draft a, a quarterback and then expose him to to I realize he runs a lot as a quarterback as it is but running back's a whole different ball game when it comes to the beating that you're taking and and Lamar Jackson doesn't run 30, 40 times a game. So I I don't think he would be playing running back. I think, I think he'd still be on the bench because, uh, you know, unless, you know, again, unless they decided to move on from Ben, he he would, he would still be on the bench. So that's pretty much all I have have for today. I'll just leave you with one last thing. And that's, uh, uh, SB Nation recently updated its its comments section. You know, it was using the same format for close to a decade, and it finally updated its software. And there are people that are that are angry about that. Um, and you know, change is never easy. But my advice would be that just just, just to stick with it. And that, a lot of people have said, oh, "I'm leaving this site, never coming back." But you know, I've been around for ten years, and and um I remember 2012, the entire SB Nation interface changed, and people were mad about that, and they were afraid the community would go away, and the site, you know, within a few years, it was more popular than ever, you know, I think change is usually a good thing, it's not always a good thing, but usually, at, at the end of the day, it is a good thing, and my, again, my advice would be just to stick it out, you know, there there are some bugs that they have to work out, but they're going to work it out, I mean, they don't want to lose People they want people to enjoy the community aspect of of SB Nation behind the silk curtain is one of the biggest communities on the on the network. So they're not gonna want to pe- they're not gonna want people to to leave right. They're gonna want them to keep coming back, and they want and they're gonna want that site to be as popular as it's ever been. So it, it doesn't seem that bad. Like I, I I've been I, I find it easier to, to 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 download. I find it easier to 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 comment. It's just that they have a few kinks to work out and I think they will. So um, that's my last thing for today. And and I thank you all for joining me as always. And I'll see you on Monday with Steelers Q&A with Brian Anthony Davis. So everybody have a great weekend.